I think licensing is it's, it's a dope space because you don't really promote your music in sync licensing. You know what I mean? You, and it's going back to the the finding the the music licensing companies, the music libraries, because they they already want your music. The need is already there. You just have to find that alignment between your music and their needs. Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern time, and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. Talking about TV placements, TV and film placements, production, licensing, business, all of that stuff. Molecular Side was good. Creative B214 was good. Sunny Swerve, what's up? Alana, Drew, Jay Black from Cali, Milwaukee, super dope. What's good? Creative B12 was where I have so many questions just starting out. New York music producer need help. Let me know what you need help with, and I'm going to try and help you. Orlando, reggae and hip-hop, super dope. I literally didn't sleep trying to find companies for sync. Yo, that's how, that's the grind. Shout out to KYD. Not sleeping, trying to find sync companies. Did you find any, though? I hope you found some. You can't, you can't let that lack, that lack of sleep be in vain. How many companies did you find? <laughs> I'm from Nigeria. I'm an artist, super dope. Shout out to everybody in nigeria um movie trailers get the most money for licensing it's all over the place like there's who knows you know what i'm saying like different different projects have different budgets um you know if if we're talking about an indie movie trailer it's probably gonna look completely different than a Universal Pictures movie trailer. It's, you know, it's really all over the place. <clears throat> and then you could probably have a TV placement or a commercial placement pay more than a movie trailer. Like, just so many variables. It's crazy. Um, super crazy. So, yeah, there's there's no uh, there's no set set price or anything. Sync license need the how to find companies send music. What I should do? Where should I go? What steps can I take? Or what do I have to do? So you need ev- you just need everything, bro. We gotta hook you up. All right. So we we talked about the six steps. Um, we talked about the six steps the 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 other day. I was live. Let me see if I can pull them up again. Um, so. I'm going to give you guys a, a brief outline of the six steps on, on getting started for Creative B2114. So, so he knows what to do. Step one, you need to register your music with a pro. Performing rights organization is what that stands for. That's how you get your royalties. You cannot get paid royalties unless you're registered with a pro. CSAC, BMI, ASCAP, <clears throat> SOCAN, PRS, um, depending on where you are in the world, uh, there's there's different pros. So got to make sure you're registered with them step two you want to create i say a solid five tracks this is going to end up being your your demo playlist um of what you need to what you need to prove that you can actually produce quality music right so when you're reaching out to the companies um this will be the these will be the tracks that you would send you can use something like box.com throw them in the folder you can create a sharing uh streamable link 
And then they're able to access everything that they need to access um, from there, unless they give you other instructions on how to do, <clears throat> on what to do, you know, outside of that. They may have a submission portal, whatever. Um, that's that's the basics of that. You want to create a streamable demo of about five tracks um, and, and make sure they're, they're your best tracks. Um, there, there is some things structure wise that you have to keep in mind when you're creating this music. You know, you want a short ending. You want um, to get straight to the point, have your, your drums and everything drop, you know, within within that those first 10 seconds or whatever. Um, no more than like 12, 13 seconds. Um, and then every eight bars add instrumentation, another layer of instrumentation every eight bars until you build up to your hook. Second verse, you do a breakdown, build back up, and then you want to, um, you know, throw throw another hook in there and then um, add what's called a sting ending. Um, I physically can't show you guys right now what what a sting ending is and, and how to, you know, how to produce it. But if you do some research on sting ending um, or if you have my How to Structure Instrumentals for TV course, I show you exactly how to create that. But um, so, yeah, so that's that's the creation process. Um, step three, you got to search. You got to find the companies. <clears throat> the companies you're looking for are called music libraries. Um, they can be called production music libraries, music libraries, music licensing companies, sync licensing companies. Um, usually they will have their catalog on their website so you can browse through tracks and see what, you know, what kind of music they represent, what kind of music they pitch. Um, and then that's going to, um, that's going to give you insight on if your music is a good fit for that particular company. Um, <clears throat> so you got to do the research when you're looking for these companies. Um, I recommend reaching out to like three to five a day, every day for 30 days straight. Um, it's going to take some work. You, um, but that's I feel like that's what it takes. This is this is exactly what I did, by the way. Like, I'm not telling you all like random theories and crap like that. Like this is literally the process I use to get my first 10 TV placements in a, a little over a year. Um, so, you know, I, I looked up companies. I just start making a list, jotting them down, shooting them emails. Um, phone calls, email is usually best just because, you know, they can get to it when they want to. Um, but yeah, three to five companies for 30 days. This will, you're going to get a lot of things just from doing this. Number one, you're going to find out very quickly if your music is trash. Like being 100% honest, everybody's music ain't dope yet. Like your music may not be there yet, but you don't know until you start submitting music, until you start getting it in other people's ears and getting their feedback, the quicker you can get to the point of somebody telling you this ain't it, the quicker you can start working on your production and getting your production to the level it has to be at to start getting TV placements. Just because somebody says like your music is trash does not mean you give up and then just be like, this ain't for me. Like, no, you go work on your craft and you keep learning production skills, mixing skills, sound selection skills, buying better sound samples, whatever you got to do um, to get your production level up. And then you go back and pick up where you left off after you've worked on your craft. <clears throat> so um, so that's the search, the search step. Step number four 
you want to introduce yourself, um, you know, after you find the companies, you just reach out and do a brief introduction. My name is blah, blah, blah. Are you accepting new music from composers? The end. They'll let you know from there um, and they'll let you know exactly how to submit. You don't have to have all this stuff figured out um, to start. Honestly, once you start this whole pitching process and, and introducing yourself, they literally tell you each step of the way what they want you to do. So it gets it gets um it gets pretty straightforward after that. <clears throat> I think the hardest part is learning how to structure your music, knowing who to reach out to, and the etiquette and everything else that's involved in in those two things. Um so yeah, so after you introduce yourself, they give you permission to submit, then you submit whatever the company is asking for you submit and you try and do that on a consistent basis. So if they're sending you out briefs and they're, or they're saying, you know, we have a lot of need for this, um, then try and, and put it on your schedule to create something and submit something um, on a weekly, bi-weekly, you know, whatever works um, basis so that you can start to, to build your catalog and get that music out there so it can start working for you. You, you, you can't submit, you can't submit like, two to three tracks and then stop and wait to see if they get placed. And then after that, you'll decide if you want to go all in, you have to start off going all in. If you want to see success and sync licensing, because what will happen if you don't, you'll submit two tracks and then they probably won't get placed to be, to be honest with the chances of just submitting two track tracks. And then they they just get placed over and over again. It's really, really slim. So you have to submit, enough tracks to where like you're giving yourself more chances like do you think you would have a better chance of getting a placement if you submitted 50 tracks versus two tracks like you know what i'm saying it's common sense if you submit more you increase your chances law of averages so make sure you're submitting on a regular basis creating on a regular basis and then the final step is honestly just getting organized making sure you're keeping track of the companies that you're submitting to because it can get confusing. You want to, you don't want to, uh, you know, submit to submit the same track that's been signed already to different companies. And then those companies are wanting it and then you're confused. And then you got this same exclusive track signed to multiple companies. And now you got an issue because, you know, some, some clearance issues happen and then you're stopping people's placements and productions, your own placements, your own check and all of that because you weren't organized. So make sure you stay organized. You can use a spreadsheet. Um, <clears throat> I like to use Asana. You can use Trello. In my course, I talk about Trello because it's it's really, really simple to, to create. And I show you kind of how to create a project board in Trello to stay organized in music licensing. I show you that in my Road to 10 Placements course. Um, but yeah, those, those are the six steps. Like it's a, it's a simple process. It's not necessarily easy, but it's a simple process. And if you stick with it and you, you know, you go through, um, you go through the, the, you know, the curriculum, how I have it laid out, then, you know, the, the only reason you'll hear no, like there's always a reason if someone says no, as much as they need our music for all of this content that they're creating, if they're saying no, it's for a reason. 
So, you know, it's just about figuring out what that reason is so you can go back, make adjustments and go from there. So <clears throat> I just said a lot. So drop y'all's questions. If y'all's got if y'all got questions, I'm a um I'm gonna scroll through here and see. See what we got. Um, I found a few just hoping to get a response from one. Yes, indeed. That's all it takes, man, to really get the ball moving is, you know, a, a company hitting back saying, yo, send us some stuff. Um, <clears throat> creative pieces. I need Jesus. Indeed. We all do. Right. Um, I missed the six steps. Okay. Just, uh, well, I, I, I may repost this and, and replay it. Um, but if you want, if you want to visually see the six steps, click the link in my bio and you can just download the free six step guide. These steps are in there so you can have them. You can see them, go through them, remember them. And I'll give you some some pro tips um, on, on top mistakes to avoid as well in that free guide. Um, that guide is at clintproductions.com slash the number six steps. Um, and that's where you can you can download that. So um, God frame what's good, bro. Marketing slash content creation strategies, if any, for sync producers and composers. Oh, this is dope. OK. Um. Marketing content creation strategies for sync producers and composers. So um, I, I what I do, I, I guess I talk about sync a lot. So that's that's kind of like what my content revolves around. Now, the dope thing about sync licensing, you don't even you don't have to do those things to, you know, to gain the attention of libraries and things like that. Like you can be non-existent online and, and still kind of um, and do well in, in sync licensing. But if it helps, you know what I'm saying? If, if you're creating content and things like that. So what I would do, and this is what I did. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to just tell you guys what I did and like how I got where I am today. So when I decided I wanted to pursue sync licensing and, you know, get my, my first TV placement, um, I started documenting the journey, which is content, right? So I started, I focused on Instagram and pretty much I was just documenting everything I was doing every step of the way. Like what I was working on that day, um, how I was staying organized, uh, man, how many companies I reached out to, how many tracks I was producing, um, some feedback that I may have received. Like I'm just sharing everything and just documenting the journey. Yo, if you're serious about your music business, then you should know how important it is to have an email list so you can stay in touch with your fans, your followers, and customers. The problem is a lot of these email services charge you more and more the more subscribers subscribe to your list. Well, I found a solution and it's called Flowdesk and you get unlimited subscribers for one price. And that price, I don't it's not even $40. Like it's mad cheap, yo. You get automatic list cleaning. It's a simple, easy to use platform that makes it easy to send out email campaigns campaigns and it's all for one fee every month the same fee you just keep paying the same price no matter how many subscribers you get so listen today i want to give you 50 percent off your subscription to flowdesk just go to clintproductions.com slash flowdesk that's clintproductions.com forward slash f-l-o-d-e-s-k once again that's clintproductions.com slash flowdesk flow without the w just f-l-o now go build that email list back to the show and 
and that's that's honestly that's what the road to ten placements course is. It's like my documentation and all the stuff I learned during this time of me trying to get a placement, and that creates super dope content because people get to they get to see the inside of what like what what it looks like and it's it's intriguing and it's interesting right it's just like watching you know watching your favorite producer cook up or like give you you know breakdowns of you know a a popular song that that they produced um so that's a really dope strategy you can do you can kind of share your process what you're going through um, while you're trying to get to that placement and then, you know, sharing content on each placement that you get, that's super dope as well. People like to see that. Um, and you're, you know, you kind of create your own case study from there. And then you can start talking about the things that you're learning, um, along the way, you know, uh, and, and share tips that, that helped you, you know, accomplish whatever you accomplished or, or get the placement or the types of sounds. If you're creating, Music for sync, you're producing music, um, create videos about that. You know what I'm saying? Kind of showing the, the process of creating the track, submitting it, and then, uh, you know, hopefully it getting placed. And then once it actually gets placed, you can create a video breaking down the beat that got placed, which I need to do more of those. I haven't done one. I haven't done one in a while now that I think about it. So taking a track that was placed and creating, you know, a, a breakdown video of that is super dope. Um, and then, <clears throat> you know, from that, you can kind of create little micro pieces of content, chop up the, the big long form content um, and then kind of kind of go from there. Um, so, yeah. So if you're putting out content, one thing I've noticed putting out content about sync licensing, it starts to draw in people who are in that space and it allows you to kind of build your network um, in, in that space because, you know, this you're getting back what you're what you're putting out. So. Um, yeah, those are, those are some content ideas, um, that, that I would share. And then a content strategy as a whole for me really has been, and I learned this from Russell Brunson is having, having a main show, my main show being the, the podcast that I, that I do on YouTube. So from that main show, I'm able to create um, smaller pieces of content for TikTok, for Instagram, uh, for YouTube shorts, reels, all of that stuff, Facebook. Um, so now I just chop it up into smaller pieces of content from that show. Um, and then put it on all these other, other platforms so that, um, increasing those interactions, increasing, um, the, the value on different platforms that I'm giving, um, and just really, you know, really, really expanding like my footprint just on the internet in general um, and SEO by just spreading this content all over the place. But I only have to sit down for one hour a week and I get all of this content. Like I was just going through YouTube videos and I got like, <clears throat> I got like 24, about like 24 videos, like already ready to go. And like, literally like, I have so many more that I'm that I'm adding to that list, but it's like I only I got all of that just from sitting down for one hour a week. So, you know, that strategy works really, really well for me because I'm not like wasting. Well, it's never wasting time, but I'm not spending a whole bunch of time creating content. I'm really for the most part sitting here for an hour for one week 
for a week, one hour a week. And then, of course, if I'm doing like reels and skits and stuff like that, then that takes a little extra time. But yeah, and then I'm just able to focus on on creating music and other things and, and other ideas. So that's that's my content strategy. <clears throat> B. Lewis, appreciate it. He says, Road to 10 Placement has it all. Appreciate that, man. Um, So let's see. <clears throat> uh, Ali J, what's up, bro? <clears throat> no doubt, no doubt. Drop a fire emoji if this is helping. What's the biggest challenge you're working through need help with? If you had a magic wand to solve the problem, what would the solution look like? Man, the biggest challenge. Biggest challenge right now. What is my biggest challenge right now? Um, let's see. I think, I think the, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a challenge. It's just, it's time consuming. I think it's just setting. Here's one, just setting things. Up, and I, I guess I, I consider it, a, I don't, I, it's not really a challenge. Cause like, I know what I need to do and I'm in the process of doing it. But this was something that was a challenge was getting everything I do down and documented in a way to where I can easily delegate it so that if I'm not there, it'll still get done smoothly in, in like every area of my business. That, that is one of the most challenging things is delegating. Cause a lot of us, we start off doing everything cause you, you just, that's what you got to do when you ain't, you ain't got no money. You gotta, you do everything. Um, you gotta make it work. So the trend transitioning from doing everything to a growing business to where you realize now you have to delegate things so you can focus more on what you do best, which is music production and content creation for me. So now you have to be able to clearly explain all the things you do so that you can pass it on to somebody else so they can do it. And so you can have more time to do what you do best. It's <clears throat> the challenge with that is that you have to sit down, you have to stop, you have to sit down and you have to do it. You have to explain it. But once you do it, once you do it, man, it's a, it's a game changer because it frees you up. Like you do it one time, you know, you create a tutorial, um, you, you send it to whoever you're delegating it to. And then once they get it, it's done. You don't have to worry about it again. So, um, so yeah, <clears throat> that's probably one of the, one of the big things, um, that I've been working on this past, past year or so, and just cleaning up, cleaning up systems and things like that so that, you know, things are able to run. Um, because I think the biggest challenge, like as a, 
as an entrepreneur is getting to the point to where you can legit not show up for a while. Like if I wanted to like bounce for like a month, will everything still be able to get done? <clears throat> you know, briefs that are coming in, um, will those things still be able to get done? Um, customer service things, will that stuff be able to get addressed? So setting systems up to make sure that stuff is is taken care of, super important. What are a few no's or mistakes to avoid when contacting music supervisor or music library? It's that That's in the six-step guide as well. So download that, guys. The link is in my bio. Um, it's a free guide. It has the, the mis top mistakes to avoid. SOPs. Yep. Standard operating procedures. No joke. Because it really, like, it really makes, because, like, it's one thing when you do it, like, when you're the one doing it, you don't have to explain to yourself what you're doing. You just do it. You just know what to do, and you just do it. You don't necessarily have to think about each and every step you do. But if you tell somebody else who knows nothing about your business, nothing about what's inside your brain, anything, and you give this task to them, and you just think they're supposed to just excel at it, you're in for a surprise because you'll what you'll find is um you'll find like it's not you think that joint is clear and isn't you didn't make it clear. So like you have to go back and you have to go through each and every single step and like what do you do? Like even if you're doing it now, like I think it helps to to just start listing out like for every procedure like if it's a beat upload on airbit.com or something like that and you're uploading a beat what are all the steps you have to take to upload a beat if it's a loop pack what are all the steps it takes to create that loop pack you know do you have to you have to create the loops you have to bounce the loops out you have to create the artwork you have to name the the loop pack you have to package it up you have to upload it to the website you have to um, create the copy for the, the loop pack description or the course description, like all of these different steps. If you list them out, you start listing the stuff out now, it'll make delegating a lot easier. And then anybody can step in. Like I had, um, one of my, my VAs, um, <clears throat> she had a, she had a family emergency, um, last year and pretty much she had to take some time off. Um, you know, luckily, um, you know, luckily I was in a position to where, you know, she was good. She didn't have to worry about, you know, payment or anything. She could be with her family and still make sure everything was taken care of. We took care of her. But like, I feel like in, in that situation, having those SOPs, you can send those tasks to somebody else and all of that stuff will still be able to get done um, and you don't realize that, you like you don't even know like somebody's not there. You know what I mean? So, man, those joints are super important. What's up, Rob Snow? Yes, indeed. Man, we can geek out about this stuff all day, Godframe. I'm good, man. I'm good. Super, just been super busy, man. Appreciate the badge, Rob. Um, I'm super fresh and promote my music for licensing. For assistance, Phil, this is my niche, and I'm thankful for guys like you bringing this knowledge. Absolutely, man. 
I'm I'm happy to to share it. Somebody shared it with me, man. So um definitely gotta pay it for it. Indeed. Um Keystro Music, what's good? So yeah, if you guys have any questions, go ahead, drop them in the chat. Um I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a few more and then I'ma hop off, man, and um and get back to it. Uh but yeah, I think uh I think licensing is it's it's a dope space. Um, because you don't really you don't really have to like promote your music in sync licensing. You know what I mean? You, and it's going back to the the finding the the music licensing companies, the music libraries. Um, because they want they they already want your music. The need is already there. You just have to you just have to uh find that alignment between your music and their needs. And then once you do that, you know what I mean? Like you'll always have something to to work on and, and to pitch to. Um and you know, you go from you go from your music not doing anything, just you know, the being on your computer, especially like if you work with artists and you know, you know, you know how it is as a producer and you're working with artists, you're creating tracks. And then they decide they're not vibing with the track. So now you have all these tracks you created, but the artist didn't want them. So it's like, okay, well, like, what do I do? Do I save them for another artist that comes around? Or like, what do I do? Well, licensing gives you an opportunity to do something with those, um, you know, and, and it allows you to, to, to pitch them for TV, film, media, uh, start generating royalties. And now you have those tracks working for you, making passive income for you. So it's, uh, it's super dope. What help what helped you find your stride in getting placements? Um, man, I, I think just having having people in, in in my corner to 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 give me information. Like I know, like I had my guy Rob in college, he was telling me about um TV placements. So we would always like link up and chop it up about that stuff. Producers, if you're looking to take your music production business to the next level, then I want to invite you to apply for my producer mentorship program. During this one-on-one -on -one mentorship, I'm going to show you strategies and principles you can use to start, grow, and scale your music production business. So if you're making less than $1,000 per month in your production business and you want to scale that up to make more, or you may just want to get your music placed in TV and film and just have a coach guide you along that process to your first music licensing deal, I can help you with that as well. Now, I only work with a select number of producers each month. So if you want to get one of those slots, make sure you go to ProducerMentorship.com to apply. And if you're a good fit, I'll be sure to reach out to you when another slot opens up. To apply, go to ProducerMentorship.com. That's ProducerMentorship.com. Last time, ProducerMentorship.com. Now let's get back to the show. One of the, one of the first licensing deals I had with the publisher um, he gave me a couple tips when I submitted my first batch of tracks, um, to his company. And then those ended up getting placed on the NCAA, uh, NAACP image awards. So like tips from, you know, just tips from everybody I, I've encountered, um, has kind of helped me, helped me become a, a better composer. Like even to this day, like, I'll work with the library and then they may have some critiques or some feedbacks on certain things um, that I didn't, that I didn't notice. So it's like things I can go back and tweak and, and clean up um, or to do to make my tracks more, um, 
I guess, sync ready and, and, and more flexible and, and, you know, polished for, for the editors to kind of do what they need to do. Starting from scratch, I got the content already worked with artists. How do I make that transition, bro? I'm from London. Transition to what? So you're going from having content and working with the artists, and then what's the what's the next step for you? Uh, what you what are you trying to transition to? Kwani Beats, I appreciate the badge. Because the the quicker, if you know what you're trying to transition to, then it's easier to create goals and steps to get to that, to get to that point. Um, that's why I asked you that. So, so we can have, um, clarity. Oh, so licensing indeed go through, go through the six steps. Um, and, and it's not really, I guess you can see it as, as a transition. Um, because you can do both, you know what I'm saying? Like you can do the, you can do the, the artist stuff. You can do the, um, and you can still do licensing. I think, you know, it's just learning the things that work for for licensing. There's, you know, there's a couple tweaks. You're already producing music for artists. So, you know, you can produce, obviously. So now you just have to know, okay, what elements work well in TV and film. Um, so, you know, usually tracks, tracks for artists are, are probably a little bit longer than TV. If you're doing background instrumental music, you know, usually in length, I'm usually doing a minute and a half to two minutes um, unless requested otherwise, you know? So um, things like that, if you're writing lyrics, writing full songs, then there's certain lyrical content that's going to work better for TV. You know, it's going to be more broad. It's not going to be super specific, um, mentioning city names and places and dates and stuff like that. You want to stay away from that. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> positive uplifting vibes uh themes about winning you know conquering overcoming things um songs about about love happy days being happy <laughs> you know happy listen i would love to see i would love to see what pharrell's like what his sync what the sync fees, the accumulated sync fees look like on his song "Happy Man," because that joint, he nailed it. Like I don't, I don't think you can create a more singable song than "Happy." Like that joint works on animated Disney movies, cartoons, real regular movies, TV shows. Like any type of movie, like he just nailed it. It's crazy, and it's simple, it's super simple. Um, making the connection is difficult in UK. There's licensing companies in the UK. One of my, one of my, um, I'm coaching a producer, and he just he just got a licensing deal with a with a company. I think they were based in the UK. Um, he went through the the road to ten placements as well. Um, so if you don't. If you don't have the Road to 10 Placements course, enrollment is open now. Click the link in my bio or DM me the word sync, whichever one's easiest for you. But there's a link in my bio. Enroll in the Road to 10 Placements course. That's literally going to walk you from knowing nothing about licensing to how to get to your first music licensing deal. 
It doesn't matter where you are. You can be in the U.S., the U.K., Australia. I don't. You can be in Afghanistan if, if depending on. <laughs> I don't know if they have licensing companies out there, but they they probably do. It doesn't matter. I'm teaching you principles. I'm teaching you what works, what does not work, how to find companies, how to qualify companies, um, how to reach out to them, how to email them, what to say. Um, I'm giving you everything. I'm showing you how to produce. Uh, I'm showing you how to how to prepare the music and then ultimately how to pitch the music to get you to your first music licensing deal. So if you haven't enrolled, enroll because that's where it is. It's all in one spot. It's a video course and I'm dropping the sync gems in that joint. Shout out to everybody who has enrolled. I'm super geek, man. Like I get I get impatient because I know it's a process to go through, learn the information and then start applying it. But I get impatient because I get excited to start hearing the the licensing deals and the placements that start to come in after people take action on the information. Because, listen, I get I tell you exactly what to do in the course. It's exactly what I did. It's exactly what other producers who, who have enrolled in the course and gotten placements it's exactly what they did, but listen, this information is not going to work if you don't work. <clears throat> it it doesn't. It won't. It will not work if you don't work. So take it, go through it, and, and go through it multiple times. Like this isn't something that you have lifetime access, right? So it's not something that you just go through once and then like just don't go through it like use it. This is your guide. This is your blueprint. It's like having a map. As you go through the process, take the map with you. Go through the production section again if you need to. Go through the, um, you know, the pitch and the music section if you need to. Like, go through and, and revisit it however many times you need to to start soaking in the information and making sure you're you're applying the the, the strategies and the principles that I'm showing you in that joint because, it can help you. It can it can definitely help you. Um Rob Sell said I bought the course is waiting on my time. Yes, sir. That's what's up. Um, no doubt, Machine by Studio. Modern convention, no problem. God body, what's good, bro? Hope all is well. <clears throat> so yeah, and, and then don't and don't wait long. Like, so every time I've taken a course or a challenge or invested and anything, any information to to help me, I try and make it a habit to start applying it immediately, like so, like so, like just start start doing it. Because what I found is if if I wait, if you wait, and you let that you know that high go down, that inspiration dwindle down. Um, after you've learned something new and then you don't apply it, you end up just not doing anything. That's a bad place to be, especially after you've invested something. Um, you know, the faster you take action, the faster you can, the faster you can get through the no's and the faster you can get to the yeses. And then ultimately the faster you can get to your, your first TV placement, your first royalty check, whatever. Um, but yeah. You gotta um you gotta take action immediately. So 
<clears throat> that would be my advice. And that's with everything, not just my course, like with with everything you learn. Also, for everybody, for everybody who enrolls in the course, you here, let me I'll post the link up here. So everybody can see it who's asking about it. <clears throat> so everybody who enrolls in the course, you also have the opportunity to refer a friend to the course, which gives you a discount on your next course that you purchased for me from me. And it gives your friend a discount. So both of y'all can save some money. Um, so make sure you take advantage of that. So you have to be enrolled in the course, obviously. You can't refer something that you haven't did yourself. But once you're in the course, you'll see it. You'll see it in the curriculum. You'll be able to um, to refer a friend. You'll use your referral link, and then um, you will get a credit that you can use towards another course as well. So um, definitely make sure you you spread the information. I wouldn't be where I am today if if people didn't share information with me. And they don't have to, um, but it, it definitely goes a long way. And you should definitely pay it forward um when you can and, and help somebody else. I don't I don't understand why people like people be super secretive and like trying to keep stuff from people. Like why? When you die, you can't take any of this information, any of this success with you. So why be stingy with it? Give it away. That's why I give if you go my whole IG page, I'm just giving giving stuff away. Um, it's kind of a thing that I like to do, I guess. So yeah, but that's it, man. I'ma hop off. I got content to create. I got some videos and tutorials and all this fun stuff I gotta do and some music to create. Um one yeah, I'm super excited. I, I'll let y'all know about like I'm working on something. It's kinda like for fun, but it should be funny. You guys will, will learn about it soon enough. But I'm out, man. The link to that is right there, RollToTenPlacements.com. That's Roll2TheNumber10Placements.com. Enroll in the course um, and, and, and take action. And remember, you make music, not excuses. And get it done. I'm out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.